Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network. In the future, none of you are heroes. You're legends. Get driven. Stay driven. The following wrestling broadcast is being performed by highly trained professional athletes. It is not recommended that their actions be imitated in any form whatsoever in the home. This is the LAW Retro Wrestling Show with your host, the West Coast Kid, H.W. Star, and wrestling's only mass cowboy, the Maverick. All right, howdy folks, it's Friday night, it's 9 o'clock, and it's time for the LAW Retro Wrestling Radio Show. I am your host, the masked wrestling comic book cowboy, the Maverick, and I am joined by... The West Coast Kid himself. Greetings and salutations from H.W. Star. All right, we do thank you for tuning in here on the Totally Driven Entertainment Network, and we've got a full show ahead of you this week, fans. We're going to talk about primarily the Law Bowl, the next big Liberty All-Star Wrestling event, Saturday, February 4th, 6.30 bell time, at the OLC Parish Center, 2995 Cemetery Road, Parksburg, Pennsylvania. Big show coming up. We're going to go over all the matches that have already been announced. We're also going to announce a new match today. And are you going to give us any idea whatsoever as to who you're coming out of retirement to manage on February 4th? Maybe I'm not managing anybody. Maybe I'm just there scouting. Or you never know what match I may pop out on. So in a word, maybe. So as usual, absolutely nothing out of this guy. It's going to be another one of those hours. Also on the show tonight, we are going to have as our very special guest, L.A.W. living legend himself, Jimmy Janetti. will be on the program. Are you excited about Jimmy Janetti? Uh, how can you not be excited? One of the most decorated, if not the most decorated wrestler in L.A.W., history, and he's also a, a legend on the independence. Absolutely. Absolutely. One of the founding fathers of the Philadelphia independence scene, for sure. Jimmy Gennetti makes his return to Liberty All-Star Wrestling. Uh, been away a long time. It's going to be great to see him back, and he'll be our guest tonight. We're going to talk about his career. We're going to talk about his February 4th match and much more. And on the second half of our program, it is the week before... The Rumble, the Royal Rumble is the big pay-per-view event, and we're going to talk about the history of the Rumble, some of our favorite Rumble moments, and much more. So we're very, very glad you tuned in. So, Mr. Starr. Yes. Let's talk the Law Bowl. Let's. What's there to say? It's Liberty All-Star Wrestling. The granddaddy of, you know, <laughs> independent wrestling in the area. One of the old, oldest, longest, and established running federations. You know, you mentioned LAW, and people, you know, their ears perk up. They know what's going on. They want to see what's causing all this. Absolutely. LAW, Law Bowl. Let's run down the matches. We'll run down the matches, and I want your quote-unquote expert opinion on this because you you claim to be an expert. Let's see. Let's see your take on the matches we've announced. First off, the Law Bowl itself, the big match, four-corner tag team elimination match to determine new LAW tag team champions. You've got four teams now. You've got the South Jersey Rednecks. You've got the, the foreign team of Wyndham James Winthorpe III and Mr. Ulala. You've got Team Alpha Fit, Johnny and Joey. And you've got myself and Norm the Barfly. 
four-team elimination. None of these teams have been LAW Tag Team Champions in the past. Well, let, let, why don't I break it down team by team? Is, is that all right? Please do. Please do. First, let's start with Team Alpha Fit. You have two men in phenomenal shape. Their biggest asset is going to be they're probably in the best shape of everyone in the match. Them boys do CrossFit, they run, they jog, they lift weights. Their biggest asset is going to be them making the match go as long as possible. Because while everyone else is sucking wind, they're going to be fresh as daisies. If they if they stick to that strategy, I predict they will be the winners. So you're going on you're predicting them to be the winners. I did not say that. Now, you said it. I said if they stick to that strategy, I predict they will be the winners. So you're predicting them to be the winners. I did not say that. Yeah. Another joy. Next, move on. Jersey Rednecks. You have two of the biggest, meanest brawlers this side of the turnpike. And let me tell you something. They will get down, and you won't see anything pretty out of them, too. They will get down in the muck, and they will slug it out, punch it out, kick it out. You cannot go toe-to-toe with them in a brawl. If you do, you're going to lose. If they turn this match into a brawl and just keep brawling each team, then I predict that they will be the champions. So you're predicting the Rednecks are going to be the champions? I did not say that. I thought you said Team Alpha Fit was going to be champion. Sure as could be. And so could the Rednecks. Okay. Still not a a confirmed answer on anything. Moving along. Now, you have probably one of the most experienced teams not as a tag team but individually you have two of the long running indie veterans Mishir Ulala who is just phenomenal for his age which is uh I think it's 33 34 but he's been around what forever in a day yes the french they age slower it's on wikipedia is that so See, you learn something when you listen to the Hollywood kid. Now, and that's another thing. Since when were you the Hollywood kid? You're 20 years older than I am. No, no, no. In Hollywood years, I'm only 24. Oh, have mercy. We do things different down on the West Coast. That's obvious. And see, you got me flushed. I kept calling myself the East Coast kid. I'm the West Coast kid. You don't even know where you live. Well, I know I don't live in Collingdale, Briarcliff, or any Delaware County parts. <laughs> we'll get to we'll get to Delaware County a little later in the program. Stick with the tag team match. These two know every underhanded trick in the book. If they ain't cheating, they ain't trying. So if they can do – stick to their wheelhouse, which, again, is the underhandedness, the sneakiness, I'm telling you these two will be the new LAW Tag Team Champions. So you think they're going to be the LAW Tag Team Champions? No, I did not say that. Of course not. And then last but not least, we have yourself and Norm the Barfly, TV Generation. Norm, 
and we're gonna, I'm going to break you guys down individually. How's that? Both of you, you go right are the ahead. most experienced tag team in this tournament. You have the most time teaming together. So that plays a factor. Norm is a big, burly brawler that can go with the best of them. You, you are a technical wizard. You can get in there. You can mat wrestle. You can fly around a little bit. You've got some unpredictability to you. So you guys got a chance. We've got a chance. Yes. Well, that's generous of you. Yes. So remember, next week, or I'm sorry, in a couple weeks when we have the new LAW Tag Champs, remember when they they are crowned, you heard it here first. I predicted it. Did you now? Weren't you just paying attention? The misinformation you are. All right, LAW Championship, the gold, the big one, the main event. Our defending champion, Aramis, against John the Creature Cannon. Well, if you didn't see these two go at it before, my goodness, you missed a treat. You have a meshing of probably two of the most underrated wrestling stars out there today. You have the champion Aramis who went through an entire roster to win that belt. He's got your technical skills. He's got your flying. He's in phenomenal shape. But then you look across the ring and you have the creature. And I will tell you, that things didn't go bump in the night, look under their beds for John Cannon. You yeah, never know what this man is. Yeah, you never know what that man is thinking. And frankly, and frankly, I don't want to know what he's thinking. Yeah, he's a very scary individual. That makes two of us. It definitely chance got his hands full. Uh, what a what a performance they put on. What a match uh, it was at the Liberty Brawl to determine the new champion. This time it's one-on-one. And uh, definitely, definitely excited to see what's going on there. And remember, you're going to see something different this time. Because remember, those two went through the entire Liberty Brawl. They went through their matches and all the other wrestlers on the roster. We're going to be seeing them both fresh, so we may see a whole new matchup that we haven't even seen yet. Yeah, absolutely. First time one-on-one with those two. Don't miss it, folks. And then we have the winner of that match has to deal with the winner of the next match on our lineup. L-A-W and Pennsylvania area, (laughs) high-state, east-coast area, Legends. Legends. Number one contenders match. The monstrous 400 plus pounds of mean Mark Mess takes on former LAW champion in his own right, Jimmy Gennetti. can you say about Mark Metz? I predict in a million years, when they dig up the La Brea Tar Pits, they're going to find his remains. He is... Are you saying he's a dinosaur? No, I am saying he is a throwback to a time when giant animals walk the earth. He is a mountain of a man. He reminds me of the old days of wrestling when you had a guy like Crusher Blackwell running rampant and the man hits like a freight train and let me tell you he gets a head of steam behind him there ain't nothing and I mean nothing he can't do 
it's literally going to take everything Janetti has, all his abilities, his experience, his technical knowledge, his low-down tactical knowledge. I mean, he's going to have to bring it all together and basically create the perfect storm to beat this Mastodon. Well, you, for once, you don't sound like a fool because Mark Mess is a beast. But Jimmy Gennetti is a wily veteran. He's been around a long time. He's been in the ring against guys like that before. You can't put it past Jimmy Gennetti. No, you cannot. But again, like I said, this, this is probably uh, when I saw this on paper. And trust me, I will be out there scouting this match. There is such an unpredictability factor because you have two guys that have been around the block more than once, and then you're going to have them matching wits. It's literally going to be a human chess match because one wrong move on either side will spell the end. So There's a lot at stake, a lot at stake in that match. There is. There is a lot. Like I said, that that match is going to be one for the ages because you're going to see some good old-fashioned wrestling there. You're going to see something. It's going to be an epic, epic battle. An epic battle. What, now, right. what is your prediction for that match? My prediction? Uh, I, I got to go with my man, Jimmy Gennetti. Uh, he's been around a long time. I've been in the ring with both of these guys. I've battled Mark Mest up and down. I, I know he's a monster. I know he can go, but I, I think you know I think he can pull it out. He's LAW champion. He wants to be LA champion again. And I, and I think he's, he's going to be well on his way. To, to being a two-time LAW champion. So there are the three big matches everybody knows about. Now it's time to announce the next match at the Law Bowl, February 4th, Parkburg, Parksburg, Pennsylvania, easy for me to say. This one's exciting for a whole different reason. Two up-and-coming guys uh, making their LAW debut, ready to go, you're going to see old school Eric Martin versus Caveman Chad live February 4th in Parksburg. Wow. Let me tell you something. This is another match I am going to scout very closely. You have old school Eric Martin, who is basically a throwback to the days of Harley Race and Nick Bockwinkle. He he is everything that LAW is all about. But then on the other side of the ring, you have from the Blue Mountains, one of the most unpredictable as well as strongest individuals in LAW in Caveman Chad. That, will, again, will be another chess match because those two are going to go back and forth. It's really going to be interesting for me to watch the technical, old-school, scientific wrestling knowledge of Eric Martin taking on just an unpredictable wild man. Absolutely. It could be brains versus brawn. It could be skill (laughs) uh, versus absolute throw it against the wall. It's going to be an amazing match, and it's going to be in Parksburg February 4th only for Liberty All-Star Wrestling. First time these two have been in the ring together. It's going to be something, and I can't wait to see it. Well, like I said, I'm going to have the scouting book out because HW Star is looking for new wrestlers. I'm sure you'd love to get your mitts into one of those two. That's right. And I will only take my customary 48% uh, of 20%. Of course. I'm sorry? Nothing. 
All right. Well, you know, unlike my co-host here, who's a legend in his own mind, it's time to bring on our guest this week, who is a legend in his own right. Please welcome to LAW Retro Wrestling Radio, LAW and independent wrestling legend, Jimmy Gennetti. Jimmy, welcome to the show. Maverick, it's so good to hear you, man. I, you know, I know we got to deal with HW Star over there. Trust me, I understand. I feel your pain, man. I really do. I've always felt your pain uh, with that. But either way, I am here in beautiful Fort Lauderdale, Florida. We are at the main event training center down here, and I am going through my paces. Those who said that I haven't been in the ring in a while do not know what they are talking about. My students, these students are putting me through my paces. I will be ready, willing, and able to take the number one contendership from Mean Mark. I haven't seen that boy in a long time, and I know he's getting bigger and bigger every day. But, man, you ain't got nothing on me. There you go. All right. So, so what do you got to say about that, Mr. Starr? Hello, Janetti. How are you? Hey, Star. I hate calling you that. It's like calling the, the, the master the master. Yeah, just doesn't fit you. But either way, how are you? I missed you, but my aim's getting better. <laughs> well, well, finally, a cat's got his tongue. I, I will see you in Parksburg. That is where I make... Also, my triumphant return to LAW Wrestling. And wow. I got a question for you, Mr. Gennetti. What okay. is your game plan for a monster the size of Mark Metz? I mean, you obviously ain't taking him off his feet very easily. Oh, I wouldn't know about that. I, I, I'm not the most spelt person anymore. I don't know if you've seen or not. So, uh it's it's not like my uh, my former self, uh, 220 pounds. This is 250 pounds of Jimmy Gennetti. And I know big big old me, Mark. How much is he? About ooh, three and topple in the scales, probably at four by now. I Who would say about 400 pounds. What are you feeding that boy? What are you feeding that boy? Whatever so. he wants. We are missing some audience members from a few shows ago. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Probably eating them in the chairs they sat in. But listen here, man. Don't worry about me. My game plan is to do exactly what I said I was going to do. Walk out with the number one contendership to where I get a shot and get third time Liberty All-Star Wrestling. Heavyweight Championship. That's what I want. Three-time champ. Three-time champ. Correct my comment from earlier. All right, Jimmy, I got to ask you now, going into it, Aramis versus John Cannon, is there someone you're gunning for? Is there someone you'd rather face in the ring? I don't think either one of them would. Our styles, I believe, are completely different. All three of us. So I'm not going to worry. And there's, their styles are eerily similar. But these kids, <laughs> I know a lot more than they'll ever move them. So I think I got them. I think I got them. So, no, neither one. It doesn't matter. But actually, I would like that man to keep his championship. Because it, it, you guys know, and, I, and I'm sure you know, maybe something you haven't talked about. But there have been fewer... Liberty All-Star champions, then there are fingers on one hand. So this well, man, very true. When, he got, when he got that championship, he joined a very, very close-knit group. I want him to keep that championship because I want that close-knit group to stay as it was. And it will when I get that championship back around my waist. Back where it belongs. There you go. Absolutely. But I am looking forward to scouting that match. To be honest, I've been mostly down down south recently. So I haven't seen the guys too often. 
So, guaranteed, I will be scouting that night right after I take Mean Mark and put him away. And I know H.W. Star will be right behind me trying to get his 48%. I heard that. Oh, absolutely. He's going to have his hands in everybody's pocket that night. 48%. See, that's the problem with yeah, that's the problem with H.W. Star. See, he has, he has a disease that I call short arms and long pockets. That oh, means absolutely. the stuff goes in and it never comes out again. So, there you go. Well, Mr. Gennetti, there. I, I ain't got to worry about going <laughs> into your pockets because I don't take wooden nickels. Uh, there you go. Uh, that was, all right. That's a good comeback there. That's right up there with oh yeah. <laughs> well, I know you are, one of mine was already taken. Yeah, right, exactly. There you go. Uh, all right, Jimmy, you, you mentioned you're down there in Florida. You mentioned you're down right. there in Florida. Tell us what you've been up to. I have been working down here with the main event training center down here in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, uh, along with myself, Gangrel. Pablo Marquez training the future of wrestling as I've been doing for probably the last eight to 10 years. Uh, previously I was over in Jimmy Valiant's in Shawsville, Virginia. Uh, and then just about a year and a half moved down to beautiful, sunny Florida. Where right now, honestly, God, now, I don't know what it is up there. I don't know. What, what is it up there? What the, what's the temperature up there guys? Uh, it's about 40 degrees today and rainy. Ooh. Where I'm at. Okay. Well, I'm about just, California. Right, right now, and I am outdoors right now because otherwise there's so much banging around going on in that ring in there I'd never be able to hear. But I am outside right now, and this weather is beautiful right now. It's 75 degrees. There's not a cloud in the sky. Nice breeze blowing out of the east. And it just shows you how much that Liberty All-Star Wrestling Championship means to me that I'm going to leave this beautiful weather in this beautiful state, come all the way up there to Parkersburg just to get that shot at that championship. That's how much that means. Well, they do say that Florida is good for old folks. Uh, It must be very good for old folks because I am running these poor little kids ragged. I haven't seen so many beaten up corpses since the last time I was in Liberty All Star. <laughs> well, uh, you're, 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 go ahead. We here at Liberty All Star. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, I, I I can't let you manip- manipulate the whole conversation there, Maverick. You know, people people <laughs> want to hear me do one of my. Yes, you could. People yeah, want to hear really me. Could. Do one of my five star interviews now. Now, Mr. Gennetti, they're still you are a big one. part. You are a big part. Will you let me finish? Absolutely. You are a big part of Liberty All Star Wrestling since day one. You are the most right. decorated man in Liberty history. You've held the championship. You've held the tag team championships. You have been That's a right. contender the entire run of Liberty All Star Wrestling. Champion, almost the entire run of Liberty All Star. What would you yeah, consider your only greatest? Available. What would you consider your greatest match in Liberty All Star Wrestling? Ah, the greatest match that I had that I remember, and and it's, it's only second. It's it, it, well, the only second one compared to that would be the one that Maverick and I had uh, way back when. The first, my first most favorite match was the night that I wrestled Buddy Landell for the Liberty All-Star Wrestling Championship, and I successfully defended my championship against Buddy Landell, the late, great Buddy Landell. Great. Another pro wrestling, another pro wrestling legend who who went after the LAW championship. One of the most coveted championships that there was and is. That's right. Absolutely. So... Uh, yeah, I, I have to say that that was one of my top favorite matches. And then seconded only by uh, Maverick 
and you, you and I. And that then was an unbelievable uh, after that would have been Derek Domino, because I don't know where he got that toilet seat, but anyway. <laughs> no one ever knows what Derek Domino is going to do in the ring. Yes. Uh, but well, yeah, this. Uh, well, well, Maverick, while we're on it, well, what was your favorite Jimmy Gennetti match from LAW? Uh, I mean, I think it should go without saying that the the match that we had in Briarcliff, mind you, mm. at the Goodwill Firehouse, go. my one and only LAW championship match. I've never been taken to the limit. I came up a little bit short. He outsmarted me. I'll give him that. I'll give him that. Uh, he outsmarted me. Devil may cry. What can I tell you? I'm sorry. Uh, I, I'm no, a big I'm boy. Not, it I'm happens. Just, you know, I, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know. But hey, we we all have our things. So, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed that match. Uh, not just because I won, but <laughs> because I always <laughs> <laughs> definitely so, makes it a little sweeter after thinking. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it wouldn't have been as fun if I lost. So, <laughs> trust me, I know. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we we talked we talked a bit about your long history in wrestling. Let's go all the way back because there might be some new LAW fans who don't know. How did you get your start in professional wrestling? Oh, way back, way back, way back when. It all started a long time ago in a snowy village. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, we started way back when, where I guess it would be kind of called backyard wrestling, in a sense. All the way way, way back, it was called. Wrestling fundraisers, the WFR, and I know I don't know if you guys are familiar with it. They're up there, and that comp- it's a company up there. Um, but it was mu- run by Moondog. Uh, damn it, I can't remember his name. Bill was his name, but uh, Moondog Spike, I think it was. Remember okay. Moondog Spike? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and and I started way back, way back when, uh, under a different name. And basically, I was a child, all of a child of 15, 16 years old. Um, so they found out about that, and then they wouldn't let me wrestle anymore. <laughs> after that, <laughs> I decided to continue my training uh, at the Ringmasters Wrestling School with Joel Goodhart, Larry Winters, and Ron Shaw, Johnny Hotbody, and Tony Stetson. Uh, and those guys basically showed me everything. Mad Dog, DC Drake, uh, just probably the greatest time of my life. Uh, and I was still in high school at the time. You know, I was still, I was going on the weekends. I was going out and getting my ass handed to me. <laughs> and, uh, you know, back during the week, I'm back in, uh, in math class, you know, uh, with bruises and, and black eyes. And, you know, is everything okay at home? <laughs> fine. You know, one of those things. Right. Oh, are you being bullied? Are you being bullied? Well, <laughs> I really can't explain. Right. So, <laughs> funny story. Uh, yeah. Oh, it is. <laughs> Very funny story. <laughs> right. Um, even even to the fact of that my senior prom. I didn't go to my senior prom because I had a match in Chichester, Pennsylvania. <laughs> the oh, night wow. of my prom. Uh, so yeah, I had to go to I had to go to somebody else's prom so I could go. To, you know, I could go to prom that year, but, uh, yeah, we had a great time. We had a great time then. Uh, I love the guys from Tri-State, J.T. Smith, Sandman, uh, C.N. Red, all those guys, man. It was it was so much fun over the years. Um, and then one day it stopped, and Tri-State was gone, and uh, a few months after, in its place came ECW. February yeah, 25th, 1992. To be exact, so we're coming up next month on the 25th anniversary of ECW start. Wow! Back when it was Eastern Championship Wrestling, to you newbie fans. That's right, and you know, uh, the very first match ECW history was uh, Stevie Richards and myself. Uh, we went 20-minute time limit draw, which wow. killed me. <laughs> no doubt. At the end of it, I couldn't breathe. So yeah, it was. Uh, but we had a great time, and, and we went from there. And 
uh, I continued to go on, even even though I was with ECW, and continued to go to Maryland um, to Wrestling Independent Network, um, uh, MEWF, MCW, Ed Zahn's promotion, the Virginias, just everywhere. And you know, I remember when we first started actually in, in for Liberty All Star Wrestling, I was tagging with my tag team partner, Rich Myers. And together we ended up getting the tag team championships first time. That's right. That's right. So, yeah. So two time no, right. all star champion and two time tag team champion, man. I I I'm just trying to defend the lineage here. Just trying to defend the lineage. Um, that is why we rightfully so <laughs> refer to you as an LAW legend. You're kinda of quiet yeah. over there, H W. Nothing to add to the history of this? You know, I'm a little perturbed and perplexed. Of course. And befuddled. Hmm. Those are you all big words. You mentioned your greatest accomplishment. Uh, what was that? Actually, walking when I when I left the uh, uh, the Dolphin Tavern. No, <laughs> the fact that you trained. You remember that, don't you? <laughs> I'm not. Or maybe not remember it. Yeah, I may not. <laughs> you may not remember any of it. Anyway, go but ahead. The fact that you trained one of the greatest wrestling minds who went on to surpass you, and you conveniently forgot to mention that is your greatest accomplishment. That's right. I trained Stevie Richards, and and he, I wouldn't say he went on to surpass me, but you know he he had a little more success in the. Uh, in the bigger federations than I did. Absolutely. Not talking about Well, there you go. That's... Oh, you're not talking about Stevie? Oh, I know who you're talking about. Chubby Dudley. There you go. Absolutely. Yeah, now, I, Huge. Chubby went on to, you know, to fame and fortune in ECW uh, as one of the, the famous <laughs> Dudley brothers. So you were he's, talking about Chubby. Mel- Let's see. Who else? He's a male Who version of the Body Sisters. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. That would <laughs> be, might that be the only hilarious. three people listening who get that right. Yeah, right. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, was that was funny. Anyway, but no, I know who you're talking about. Of course, you're talking about yourself. H W. Isn't he always right? So, yeah, I, 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 I know. You know. Let me give a history Believe lesson. Believe me. Let, you know, H.W., let me, let me tell before you start that history lesson, before you start that history lesson, let me tell you, I have never, ever in my life from any student gotten more grief from you than anybody else that I have ever trained in myself. My God. How did it go so wrong? How did it I go don't so know. Wrong? I have no well, idea. You know, I, I akin in it to the genius child who's in a school, and, you know, you have to go to the school, but you know that you know more than the teachers. And, I mean, I think I was in that school a week, and I was doing flippity flips and stand, unbelievable maneuvers. People, people were in awe of me. I was the quickest graduate ever of Jimmy Gennetti's. Because they threw you out. No, they actually, I think you tried to. Out. I think you tried to kill me. <laughs> I think you tried to kill me. To be honest, seriously, I, I was in the ring one day. That toaster was in that snapped. bathroom when I got there. No, no, I'm not talking about the drum, the bombs that were dropped over there either. I'm talking about when the the ropes, two the, the top and middle rope broke as I was going uh, hitting the ropes. There is never any proof that I had anything to do with it. That wrench was in mm-hmm. my bag for emergency repairs only. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll figure that out one day. They still got fingerprints, I think. We're working on. And if, if they're Cheetos, then they're definitely HW stars. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> there you go. Yes, we. I know. We. You know. And and HW star. I can't say. You weren't one of my worst students. That's that's unfortunately true. 
Uh, but you're that, up there. That's frightening. Yeah. Absolutely yeah, frightening. Really. <laughs> <laughs> really, to be honest, it is. <laughs> There's a couple more terrible ones than he is. But uh, yeah, you can't win them all. Not everyone can be a chubby Dudley. <laughs> Bless his heart. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, Jimmy, thank you so much for calling in. We are looking so forward to having you back in Pennsylvania on February 4th for the Law Ball. Any last-minute comments leading into the big event? I am running myself ragged, but I am going to be ready for Mean Mark. I'm walking out the number one contender for the Liberty All-Star title. That's a guarantee. All right, fans, you heard it right from the legend's mouth. Jimmy Gennetti versus Mean Mark Mess, LAW Legends number one contenders match, February 4th, Parksburg, Pennsylvania. Jimmy, thank you so much for calling in. Thank you, Maverick and HW Star. The pleasure was yours. See you, boys. All right. What a fantastic guest he was. Can't you agree? I hope Florida gets hit by a hurricane. What? Why would you say something like your tongue now? Just just making an observation on the weather. Unbelievable. Folks, tickets are on sale right now by going to LibertyAllStarWrestling.com. LAW Law Bowl, once again, can't say it enough, February 4th, 6.30, bell time, the show benefits the OLC Life Team Youth Group, a fundraiser from Liberty All-Star Wrestling, a great family night of wrestling action. We've given you four matches. We've got more to come, and we're going to have more to come as we break into talk about the Royal Rumble right after these messages. Attention business owners, website owners, event promoters, or anyone looking to promote your product. The Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network is the perfect way to spread the word of your business around the world. That's right. You can advertise at our network and be played on all of our shows at rates that are so cheap. It's a no-brainer. For more information, contact Bay Ragney at bayragney at gmail.com. To keep your business driven, stay driven with Totally Driven Entertainment. Are you a fan of Sherlock Holmes? Letters from Holmes offers unique, one-of-a-kind letters from the world-famous detective himself. Handwritten on 8.5-inch by 11-inch aged parchment paper and using smudge-free ink to produce original, high-quality letters that fans will treasure for years to come. Each letter is handcrafted and written from the perspective of Sherlock Holmes, mimicking Holmes's native tongue and embracing many of the famous detective's quirks, quips, insults and peculiarities. Order a love letter, birthday greeting, personal correspondence, or more only at www.etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash letters from homes. For $5 today, you can buy a wealth of things. Gas for your car, rent a movie for the family, a few slices of pizza. $5 still takes you a long ways. But did you know that $5 can buy your child a bag of heroin in the streets? That's right. For only $5, your son or daughter can buy some of the cheapest and purest dope in the country. Be aware of the lies. Be aware of the stealing. Be aware that's all it takes to kill your child. $5. This message was brought to you by Casey's Cause, a group of parents located in southern Chester County out to save your child's life. Come join us today at www.caseyscause.com. And remember, $5 is all it takes. Casey's Cause www.caseyscalls.com Looking for that perfect gift for your girlfriend? Then look no further than Teddy Scares. Teddy Scares are available in a variety of styles, sizes, and prices for all your shopping needs. Teddy Scares are a mix of cute and creepy to make a great gift for almost any age. Board up your windows, lock your doors, and log on to teddyscares.com. And be sure to become our friends at facebook.com slash teddyscares. Calling all comic book fans. Do you collect comics? Did you ever collect comics? Do you think your children might like reading comic books? Do you even know they still print real, paper, non-digital comic books? Well, then visit the Pirates of Ontario Street Comics in Philadelphia. We have a massive collection of comic books, action figures, trading cards, and much more. We have one of the largest stocks of back-issue comics in the area. 
We bag and board every new comic book at no extra charge. Our store is voted the best comic book shop in the 2013 PHL 17 Hot List Contest. Part of the movie Unbreakable is filmed in our store. We are open seven days a week. Ontario Street Comics is located at 2235 East Ontario Street in the Port Richmond section of Philly. Our phone number is 215-288-7338. Type in the words Ontario Comics Philadelphia to check out our Wacky Stores page on Facebook. All right, welcome back, wrestling fans. Maverick here along with this character, H.W. Star, and it's L.A.W., Liberty All-Star Wrestling Retro Wrestling Radio. And we covered the L.A.W. We just had a great interview with L.A.W. legend Jimmy Gennetti. We covered all the hot news leading up to the Law Bowl. And next week, we're going to announce two more matches. Two more matches. Well, no, we're not. We're not. We're not. Yes, we are. Two more matches. And you know why? Because we'll be less than a week away from the law ball at that point. You you got it. You got it. And then it will be all is on. We'll have the entire card for you next week. We will have breakdowns. We'll have another guest. And we will be heading straight into the law ball. But now it's time for the retro wrestling part of the program. And this Sunday, live on pay-per-view. I think it's next Sunday. No, next Sunday. Next Sunday, live on pay-per-view. I'm I'm looking at the wrong day on the calendar. That's what's got me all mixed up. Next Sunday, live on pay-per-view, the Royal Rumble, one of the biggest wrestling events of the year, probably the second biggest next to WrestleMania, uh, wouldn't you agree? I would agree. It's actually my favorite of all the the pay-per-views. Yeah, I can completely understand that. The Royal Rumble is always something special. It's always something different. Uh, there's always some some really great things. And over the years, we've had so many amazing moments. And this year's theme is remember the Rumble, and they're going back to so many of the old great moments, starting with the first Royal Rumble match. Well, I'll tell you, I was watching that live, and I thought it was one of the most ingenious things ever, because the shock and awe, you know, you'd be sitting there, you didn't know who was coming out next, you didn't know if your favorite was going to be double team, triple team, sometimes even quadruple teams. And man, oh man, was it fun watching these guys come out. And then Hacksaw Dugan won in, and it wasn't that exciting. <laughs> Hacksaw, very first winner of the Royal Rumble. Uh, he's always hold, That's probably the highlight of his WWE career when you look at it. I mean, he, he went on to WCW, he had titles, and uh, he had the U.S. title, and he it, titles all over, but in the WWF, that being king, and I think the first Royal Rumble winner makes is a bigger deal than being the king. Back when no. that was sort of a title. I lost five bucks, so I didn't care at that point. And I don't, who did you pick to win the first Royal Rumble? The one-man gang, and he would have won if uh, that hacksaw didn't cheat, ducking out of the way. Coward. Oh, my. You're an absolute mess. And the next year, it went to pay-per-view and became a 30-man over-the-top thing. A couple years later, they added the twist, where after they decided the heavyweight championship, that was probably the biggest of the Rumbles, I think, the first time they put the belt on the line. And then from then on, it became such an important part of the road to WrestleMania uh, when they added the winner gets a title shot. So it's evolved over the years. Well, the by putting the title on the line, I thought it was genius. I it, it was something that you know only only a genius could think up because it links your two biggest shows together. 
So literally, you are getting a preview for WrestleMania every Royal Rumble. Yeah, it's it's officially become the kickoff to WrestleMania season as as they term it. Uh, the road to WrestleMania starts at the Rumble because that's that's pretty much. I mean, most cases has set up your your main event. A few times it's changed since then, uh, stipulations and and titles change hands and things like that. But that pretty much locks your main event in. Yeah, yeah, and uh, like I said, you, you you sometimes you 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 have a winner that comes out of nowhere. It's very exciting very fun to watch and you never know and you never know who's going to show up that you didn't expect always always the my favorite part of the rumble is the surprise entrance um i I try to stay away from the internet the day of uh you you generally hear everybody and their mother has rumored i was even rumored to be in the royal rumble once um of course i'm pretty sure my mother started that rumor but you, you never know who's coming down that aisle, and that's a big part of it. The fun part is when someone comes out that you just weren't expecting, and there's been so many over the years that they've just stolen the rumble with those great moments. That they have. That they have. One of my favorites in that was probably, at the time, one of probably the biggest surprises was when Ming or Haku showed up a day after he was just on WCW as the champion. Right. Right. My favorite one, one was the one they No, no, I was going to say that one was you didn't see that coming at all. No, no, not at all. My my famous my favorite uh, impromptu the the surprise was the year they put Piper and Snuka in it in Madison Square Garden. You know what? That was, uh, even I have to admit, that was a lot of fun watching those two relive their, <laughs> One their legendary feud. Each other. <laughs> and then that was the last time those two were in the ring together. Well, to my knowledge, and it was, a, it was such a great moment, even though they were both... Uh, well up there in years, they, they still captivated the crowd, and it was just fun to see. Stuff like that's always great. Um, the year Diesel showed in. That's right. Yeah. Randomly out of the blue. Bob Backlund popping up out of the blue. And uh, I, I think sometimes the anticipation is even greater when you know there's somebody around and they don't come in. Yeah. And then there's mysteries. Mysteries that have never actually been solved. Like what happened to Bastion Booger? <laughs> and did Ernest Miller ever make it to the ring? <laughs> True. Um and for those who don't know, Bastion Booger was in the pregame tape where he picked out a, a number for the Royal Rumble and there was a big comedy segment with him, and then he never actually made it to the ring for the match, and nobody, and it was never explained what happened or where he went. I don't think we've he was ever saw or heard from again. It may have been his last appearance in the W, which would have made it even funnier. He just kind of disappeared off the face of the earth. I heard him and King Kong Bundy got into a, got into a little uh, canuffle at the uh, buffet table. Well, always a distinct possibility. Now, what unlikely that may be. Royal Rumble moment. Wow. Favorite Royal Rumble moment. A couple are popping up. Uh, I don't know that I could pick a favorite right off the bat, but there, there, there's two or three that came up. Um, first one right off the bat, Axe versus Smash. Demolition was one and two going into it. That was really cool. Uh, the next one that I really remember standing out was when Hogan and Warrior faced off for the first time because uh, stuff like that had never, ever happened. Uh, same thing with the Demolition. And then the third one was, even though it was kind of a tarnished rumble, uh, Sean's over-the-top pulls himself back into the ring to win the rumble that year. Those are three big moments that stand out in my head forever. 
or at least till I get my hit in the chair with a few more times. <laughs> One of my favorites was "Be Fair to Flair," where Ric Flair did his marathon when he won the WWE title by winning the Royal Rumble. Not only did he win the title, he went through a who's who of some of his greatest opponents ever in that match. Because at the time, WWE had not only Ric Flair, but they had the legendary Kerry Von Erich, Rowdy Roddy Piper, uh, the list went on and on, and then each one by one they were coming in, and he, the man was knocking them down. Absolutely. Hulk Hogan, Sid Vicious, lots of big, big names in that one. And guys who went on to be big names, guys like Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart, who were still up and coming at the time. Yeah, definitely. They were They were just, you know, it's always been a place where you can introduce new stars, uh, bring back old stars, establish someone. It's so many good things come out of the Rumble each and every year, and it's such a fun event. And I will say that is probably their most interactive event because the fans can get involved. You know, you can have some fun with it. You can, you know, pick your winners, you know, have all kinds of you know, whatever you people do when you're trying to have fun and you're not rich as I am. Is that so? That's very so. Ever have any idea what you're, you ever have any idea what you're talking about? I do. And you know how I know it? My mama told me so. All right, fans. So make sure you check it out next week, next Sunday, January 29th to be exact. The Royal Rumble. One of the big ones. Do you have a prediction for this year? I do. And again, you heard it here first. I predict the winner of the Royal Rumble will be the one that comes in at number 30. Oh, Oh, there's more to this. Okay. Yes. And that lasts everyone else. Unless the number one guy has a lot of stamina. That's right. I'm I'm picking number 26. 26 now. Not one or 30, 26. No, weren't you paying attention? I was explaining the scientific reasoning that I came up with that number. I must have slept through that. So again, remember, when number 23 wins, you heard it here first. I thought you just said 26. That was so six seconds ago. All right, fans. There you go. Uh, More misinformation from... (laughs) H.W. Star himself, who has not committed to anything here at all this evening. I'm committed to quality and equality. I don't even know what that's supposed to mean. I wouldn't expect you would. All right, fans, that's bringing us up to all the time we have for this week. Don't forget, Liberty All-Star Wrestling, February 4th, Parksburg, Pennsylvania, LibertyAllStarWrestling.com for tickets. Four-team elimination match. New tag team champions are promised. Promised. February 4th. Aramis versus John the Creature Cannon for the LAW Championship. Jimmy Gennetti and Mean Mark Mest in a Law Legends Number one contenders match, and now added this week, Caveman Chad and old school Eric Martin. A couple more matches to be announced next week. Liberty always keeps their promises. Uh, Hopefully soon, hopefully soon, 
they'll promise to get rid of H.W. Star and get me a real co-host. Why you? Make sure throughout the week you check out all the other great programs here on the Totally Driven Entertainment Network. And for an hour of me without this clown, tune in Sunday morning, 9 o'clock, Mavericks Comic Roundup. This week on the show, Princess Marie is back with Dancers Read Dance Class, a new episode of The Six Shooter, lots of comic news and more. You can check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Just search Liberty All-Star Wrestling. We'll show up there. Until next week, I am the Maverick. This is the Goofball. The West Coast kid himself. Yeah, now he's back on the West Coast. All right. Until next time, folks, happy trails. <laughs>